Hey there, Halton Catch fans. Welcome back to the Halton Catch Fire After Buzz After Show. We're here breaking down Season 3, Episode 6, and she was. It's a super episode. We'll see you in a second. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that sound just take you back, folks? My name is Isaac Johnson. You can follow me on Twitter at Isaac Johnson or Instagram, the Isaac Johnson. And today we're joined by a very special guest from the show. We got Joshua Brady in the studio. Hello. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Where can people follow you on the Twitter? Twitter. It's going to be Joshua Brady underscore. Mm -hmm. And also Instagram, Instagram, I understand. Yes, I have an Instagram. Uh, It's Joshua underscore Brady. That's a lot of underscores. Let's underscore this host right here, Amber Plaster. Thanks for watching, guys. You can tweet me at Amber Plaster. On all social medias, apparently. And all social media. Yeah. Um, Amber, before we get into this episode of loveliness, and keep listening to this theme song, <laughs> uh, I used to be able to play this on guitar at some point. Um, were you going to tell us about <laughs> DraftKings, I believe? Yes, it was, actually. Thank you so much. At DraftKings.com, you don't need to come in first place to cash in. The first player who finished 800th in week one's biggest fantasy football contest took home 100 bucks. Wow. This weekend, DraftKings is hosting another huge fantasy contest with over $1 million in total prizes up for grabs. DraftKings is the destination for one-week fantasy football. One-week fantasy means no season-long commitments. Play whenever you want with the players you want. Just pick your contest, draft your team, and follow the action live. Renew old rivalries with friends, family, and coworkers to find out who the superior GM really is. Mm -hmm. Whatever your level of fantasy expertise, DraftKings has something for everyone. Don't wait. Get to DraftKings.com now and choose your players for this weekend's contest. Just enter promo code BUZZ, that's B-U-Z-Z, and play for free with your first deposit. That's promo code BUZZ to play free for your share of over $1 million in total prizes this weekend. Only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions reply. See websites for details. Excellent. I'll be heading Fair over nice. there to make my million dollars and I won't see you next week. <laughs> Fair um, enough. Fair enough. I also like how you sped it up at the end there like they do with those I wanted it to feel like a real, yeah. a real one. It, it was real and we really experienced it. Um, <laughs> let's talk about this episode. This yeah. was right. a fantastic episode in my opinion. I specifically liked from a technical aspect the transition from Joe in the deposition room when they go down to the TV by himself in the room with Matt Lillard, and then they come back up and it's the deposition again. I didn't see any sort of seam there. I thought that was really cool from a technical aspect. Great cut. How did you feel about it, Josh? That part of the just the episode in general. This was actually one of my favorite mm-hmm. episodes I've ever seen. I was telling you. Yeah. Um, this seemed to be an episode full of relationships. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just like, and then we're seeing new relationships really bond, like, mm-hmm. like. Uh, Gordon and Cam and um, Ryan and Joe, you know, that's that's really finally happening. Yes. Or at least, you know, it mm-hmm. seems that, you know, they're warming up to each other. Joe's finally, look, it seems like he's kind of breaking down that wall he's got up, at least with him, you know. Well, he's, he's been trying for a few episodes now. It's about <laughs> time he made some headway. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, that was great. Amber, how'd you feel about it? I died with Ryan wearing a little suit. <laughs> Nice we've seen Ryan, the, we keep calling him the puppy. We keep yeah. seeing Joe kick the puppy. And we're like, stop kicking the puppy. <laughs> okay. And okay. Uh, and we see the little puppy get grow up a little bit this episode. And he's like, you're going to need a suit. Like, it was very, like, yeah. Uh, what was it? Um, that American Psycho thing where he's, like, bone white with, like, the car. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what it felt like. It was, like, a proper car. And he's like, this is a tailor. Get your shit together, Ryan. Absolutely. And Ryan's like, oh, great. And I was, and like people were tweeting, like, "Do we get to see Ryan in a suit? Oh, we get to see Ryan in a suit." It was yeah. cute. It was, it was good for me, guys. It, it was, was good for you. It was a very well tailored suit. He even had the hair a little more quaffed yeah. than uh, yeah. normal. That was nice to see. Let's talk about them. They're finally bonding. Finally, like they finally seem to have found some common ground, and they're working on what it seems like. Do the same you page. think that, or do you think that Ryan or that Joe is just happy and? Ryan happens to be around while Joe is happy. Uh, that's a very interesting insight. Um, that's true. 
Oh, no, he looks pretty proud of him there in that meeting with the board when they're, like, laying out how, like, we're not going to make money for five years. It seemed like Ryan was chiming in at the right points. So, I mean, well, yes, in some ways he is the person that's around when he's happy, but he also, like, um, I mean, I guess to your point, sorry, my head's all over the place here, but, like, when he runs to hug Joe after that, like, yeah. moment. <laughs> it's so cute. So uncomfortable. Yeah. With that hug. But it seems like he kind of likes it a little bit. A little bit? Well, that's what I think maybe is he, he's just like, yeah, I'm happy. Like, Or is it like, yeah, I like you? Because I feel like that's not I clear think, to me. I don't know. I think it could be a couple things. I mean, you know, like, he's recently come off of that huge relief of the test results. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's he had all that on him. Mm-hmm. You know, for a bit, and now the, that's all clear. And then also, I was just thinking, you know, maybe he sees a little bit of what him and Gordon had, you know, years ago. A little bit of nostalgic, you know, like... I think he's wanted that for Ryan, yeah. but I don't think he's been fully getting it, but it seems like this episode, maybe it's happening more to his satisfaction at the very least. For sure. Um, there, oh, speaking of, by the way, that, the test results, there was a fan that uh, chimed in on YouTube that said that he could have seen that, you know, he has that sign outside of his window that says, are you safe? Yeah. And he could have seen that sign. This is not my theory. I wish it was because it's brilliant. I wish I could remember who said it. But he could have seen that sign after getting his test results and it could have been funny to him that that's the question he's been asking. Oh, damn. So I, I, had, I was like, you know what? Now I'm not sure. I have right now. Now I'm not sure if that, <laughs> if, if it, those results were positive. Maybe he has his new lease on life. We do have knows. a few people saying we don't know that his test results True. are negative. Yeah, but exactly. I think they are, though. Because he's like such a... I feel like he'd go back to like season two granola wannabe Steve Jobs if he like was losing his life. I feel yeah. like he'd suddenly be chill and yeah. wearing like knit sweaters. Like I don't, I don't think know. that he'd be like, I'm gonna have a career. I don't think I don't I don't know. I don't know. Not fully convinced, but like I just I, I thought that was a great theory. And I great theory though. I enjoy it. I'd thought of That's it. Great. Um at the end of the episode he's, you know, fessing up about Gordon that he stole this, you know, uh the the software. The software from him, sorry. Not a computer guy, that's why I don't know any of these <laughs> words. Um, but he confesses that. That's what we and, have Josh here for. Which I thought was great. Um, but is this just further away to torpedo or get his way out of the company so that he can do what he wants to do with his whole NSF net? Hmm. I don't know. I don't understand why Joe I don't understand why Joe did it. I don't why think he messed up? No, I don't understand. I don't think that had anything to do with Cameron. I don't think it had anything to do with his own heart. I think, like, I don't know. He doesn't do... He doesn't just do things. So well, I don't understand his motivation. a plan for everything. Yeah. Right. I mean, I would I would guess that Cameron got to him. I mean... I feel that, yeah. It, it seemed like she may have hit the right beats there. Plus she had the ring. You know, like, that's got to... Can I just say, Joe and Cameron, my favorite Mm -hmm. non-couple. Former couple. I just love that she came over and she was like, you, you need to, you know, fess up with Gordon. Gordon, 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 Gordon. I'm not totally don't want to have sex with you right now. You better listen to me. And he's like, you have a wedding ring on. And like the whole time he went into the, I thought he was going to grab some whiskey because he's like, oh, she's like here and like, I can't handle this. And he pulled out the champagne. I was like, oh, he knows she's getting married. Oh, he knows. Oh, he knows. What's he going to do? What's he going to do? What's he going to do? And then she, he's like, he's like, I guess I should say congratulations. And then he pops it and it looks like she got shot in the chest. And I was like, <laughs> just uh, have sex already. Oh, so good. I mean, I'm going to doubt that he hit it in the chest with the bottle. No, but it like, it looked, it looked it was, like she had the effect was like it. that. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, she still like Certainly it. startling to her. Metaphor first. Yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe. maybe. Who knows? But so, but he he seems to have a lot of insight into her in terms of this marriage, right? Like he's, you know, he was he was married last season, right? He so, was. Okay, oh so, yeah, when he said that, he said, um, yeah. he said like, oh, does it matter what his name is? Because he must have been. He said something like, could have been anybody. He, he could, could have been anybody because yeah. you're just happy and he was around when it happened, right? Because right. I've experienced that, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that was sad. Which just seemed to be just like half her number. The look on her face was like, oh she was my like, gosh, he's right. How does he know so much about me? Because they're the same person. I mean, in a lot of ways, they <laughs> they have a lot of similar personality characteristics, especially in terms of 
how they handle business. Um, I just thought it was brilliant. I just loved that moment. I loved the look on her face of like I'm kind of caught. And then there was just almost a little bit of she's moving closer to him. And yeah. I thought, is this going to happen? Not yet. But it's going to happen. Yeah. Calling it. Calling it early prediction yeah, there. Calling it. And I love Tom, for the record. I think Tom's wonderful for her. You and she's going to screw it up. You think Joe so? is good for Cam? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, Tom. Tom is good Tom. for Cam, yeah. Sorry. I think I think Cam and, and, and Joe can coexist in a very savage, exciting <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah, very dysfunctional. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I don't... I, I don't know. I don't know that Tom... I mean, I think Tom would, would be great for Cameron. I just don't think that she'll go that route. I mean, the whole idea that she's hiding, that she's married. I mean, you get married, shattered from the rooftops. This is a great thing that's happened. That's and a she's great point. She's keeping it a secret. She's yeah. hiding the ring. She tells no one. I mean, eventually she tells Gordon. Um, After or, what? Literally distancing herself from him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But she's not proud of her relationship with him. Those chats online were pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Um, she stopped. Yeah, they you just, think she's not proud of it? She hasn't told anybody. There could know. be some reasons for that. There I'm not saying some... I know anything, but well, I'm just yeah. saying like, uh, yeah, that's true. You, you probably... know, she's running this huge company. You know, he's back in Texas. Sure. Uh, um, I just figured she'd come back and tell people, or tell. I mean, if she's excited about it, true. I think she's maybe yeah. maybe she's excited about it, but she's just like. Okay, this is going to happen. I'm going to reveal it when I'm ready because holy crap, that just happened. And then when everyone stops looking at me as a child, I will announce. Like, maybe she's thinking things like like that because people already look at her as impulsive. And so she doesn't want to mm-hmm. come off more impulsive. But I think I think maybe rather to counter that theory is that she's got did get too impulsive and is actually ashamed and is rethinking it. I mean, it's kind of what Joe said there. I think he was around. She was happy. She thought that was the reason for her happiness. She just did it. I, I don't know. I don't. Poor Tom. Don't see another way to do it. Yeah, poor Tom. I think Tom. Do you think Tom can still salvage it? The relationship? Yeah. I think so. I think so too. (laughs) He's a good dude. He's a really good dude. Okay, he is a really good dude. But why didn't he come out to California? Well, he's probably still got a job there. He can't just pick up right away. I need reasons. Roll out there. I mean, he he said he's on his way. He did say he's on the yeah, phone when we're talking. All right. So it's it's going it's to happen. a matter of time. Um, how much time have you spent with um, Mackenzie Davis? Yeah, I wanted to hear about your experience. You guys experience have been on, on set, set together. Yeah. Uh, it was mainly with Scoot. Okay. Uh, okay. We worked a lot with Scoot this season. The coders and Scoot have this this bond. I mean, you saw it in episode Absolutely, four. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with Mackenzie, um, I met her a couple times on set. Mm-hmm. Her and, and Carrie were always there. Um and they're both super sweet, mm-hmm. super nice. Um, that was that was what was nice about the set was it was it was like a big family. Great. Uh, we'd all spend time hanging out, like in you know the other sound stage, hanging out in the house while everybody was shooting at the the oh, office and stuff like cool. that. Like the whole set worked. So mm-hmm. um, like I remember one day um, we had this like four hour window for some reason of not doing anything all the coders <laughs> so we uh we all went to uh the clark's house and uh scoot was there and we all just had like crafty and we were playing duck hunt and mario oh. for hours just in the living room it was great but um i i got to meet Mackenzie and hang out with her maybe once okay. maybe twice and then carry in passing um but it was mainly like all the coders yeah all the coders you know we were all best friends on and off set so it's phenomenal yeah yeah i want to be a coder now why can't i (laughs) we'll give you a nickname what would my nickname be let's think about that let us know in the comments on the the youtube there yeah speaking of nicknames so your character's name is just robot they don't have any alternate name for him in the script it's a pretty great name it is great carl stevens carl stevens is that no it's just robot (laughs) it's just robot That's cool. Well, uh, your character is one of the last remaining um, from Swap Meet at Newton. Correct. Right now. And you get it, picked on a lot. I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, it's an interesting uh, dynamic between all the Texas people and the Silicon Valley guys. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I, from, you know, what we discussed on set and, like, from my research, uh, robots kind of a very prideful guy who thinks that nobody else is up to his his pace oh, and, yeah. and stuff like yeah. that so um when they come into this situation and there's like wires all over the office mm-hmm. ground and 
these janky computers and stuff like that. And the C++ coding with the PLM, you know, we right. don't want to do the same coding. Mm. It causes those arguments. And um, so, I, yeah. Well, is, so the, if I'm remembering correctly, that's the same episode where Julie hits Scoot in the head, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Can you talk about filming that scene there? Because this is where you do the robot. Correct. Like, that was my that, first yeah. scene we ever shot. Oh, okay. I was in episode three, but you see like my, uh, yeah, you this, see my head in, yeah. in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the first like scene we shot. We shot it with Jake Paltrow, Gwyneth Paltrow's brother. Oh, cool. Uh, he's phenomenal. Um and I just remember while we were shooting it, it felt like chaos. They had so many people in the room. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the scene's supposed to be chaos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah. like, I remember like trying to get my lines out. Josh Hoover, you know, um, who plays Bodhi, mm-hmm. he's throwing pencils and pens at my crotch the whole time. <laughs> like, if you look close, you might be able to see it. But like, he's doing that. And then all the guys are throwing paper balls. So. What they did was they did, you know, coverage of all of our close ups and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. ultimately they, they did the long take of just like a kind of wraparound of the whole yeah. scene. Um so I just remember Jake always telling us more, 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 fast, fast, fast. Because when I okay. auditioned for the show, I was doing the robot like very slow, you know, like a, a robot master Carl. You know, I do this <laughs> whole bit and then when we got on set he was like, Go, go, go and I was just like, Whoa, okay. Yeah. Had to yeah. keep up, but it was that's kind of how that set was. There would be moments where it was super quick, or you know, mm-hmm. we'd have moments where it was like a little more laid back, and we take our time. I thought yeah. it was an excellent robot for the record. Oh, yeah, so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> Very believable. I like that your character kind of gave it back a little bit because I was like, oh, he's gonna get oh, <laughs> he's making fun of them. Like that was super cute. Like which moment? Like when you kind of got up and did the robot. Like you, like you were like getting ganged up on, and you were like, well, I'm gonna throw it back on your face. Oh you're yeah, yeah, robot, yeah, yeah. I'll do the robot. Yeah, like, yep, it was yep. cute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like and then that. his nickname was born. And the nickname was born. Um, do they do they let you guys improv any of the stuff, or is it just? Um, yeah, yeah. A lot of the guys are improving little lines here and there, like mm. buttons on scenes. Um, True. Uh, like there's a shot in um, I think it was episode five where like Bodie and some of the other guys are throwing like the Velcro ball back and forth. Mm-hmm. A lot of that's just joking around. Okay. Um, but I mean like. It's it's few and far between because sure. this season, you know. Well, I mean, you watch the show; the show's great. Oh yeah. But um, I know that this season, um, I I love it so much. The writing's phenomenal this season. There's mm-hmm. a lot of humor that's being brought in. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of the old Mad Men writers. Oh. Um, so a lot of people cool. who wrote on Mad Men are writing for us now. Um, awesome, dude! What an just... honor to be working on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like those that. are those are great words. To those be are saying. yeah. You don't really need to improv exactly that kind of writing. And it's just we all stuck to it for sure. We yeah. stuck yeah. to the dialogue, and then I remember Jake asking us in the laser tag when we were standing in line, and Gordon was briefing us uh, mm. about about to play laser tag. He would give out lines like you say this you say this and then oh cool joking around so that scene was definitely improvised a lot as we were waiting but that actually that scene with laser tag kind of like okay guys we're gonna do this like felt the most real it felt so like oh yeah i don't know like oh getting into line really, and everything yeah just like yeah. playing with your buddies and like and like yeah. we're gonna do something stupid right now right okay like that's what it felt yeah. like yeah. yeah and it was i mean they they put us into airsoft range that was an airsoft range <laughs> oh great they, like yeah. uh morphed it into a laser tag and props department's phenomenal and they gave us these these they made these like laser guns uh, mm-hmm. with laser pointers, and they're like, "Okay, guys, don't shine each other in the eyes. You can go blind." <laughs> and so, like everybody, of course, was like yeah, messing yeah. with each other. And then there was like hundreds and millions of BBs, like uh, little rifle BBs or whatever from the airsoft range. Mm-hmm. So of course we were uh, we would create these bombs. We'd have like a handful or something, <laughs> and we'd throw them across. You know, hit like John Show or one yeah. of those guys. Oh so wow! Always awesome. super fun. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So really fighting, really in the trenches. That's so good. For real. So you mm-hmm. you actually know um, yeah. some of the coders on the show, right? Like in, in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can you You're tell us a little bit assist. about that? Yeah. So uh, Josh Hoover and I go back about three years. We took class together, um, and we just kind of connected i don't think it was the josh and josh thing but that's what it is now <laughs> um but uh everywhere they go they have to be booked together ex- and it, we, it was so <laughs> cool that i booked the show so like we met um and then he booked the show about uh six nine months later mm-hmm. and then they shoot the season and i remember him um inviting me to the season two premiere so we went to one of the agencies in west hollywood and we watched season one and all you know the producers and um 
August Emerson, who plays Lev, um, yeah. and Josh, all these guys were there. Um, and uh, we watched it, and I was just... I was I was so excited for him or whatever, and I, yeah. I met the writers and everything, and then that was it. And then uh, I don't know, maybe like a year or so later, mm-hmm. uh, I read for Boz's son, and oh, okay. uh, I oh. felt really good about that, but I yeah. didn't get it. And then uh, then they had me come in and read for. Um, I'm glad you didn't get Boz's son. I don't like his son. You don't like his son? <laughs> no. Uh, Ross is the nicest guy ever, though. <laughs> but yes, he is kind of a he's kind of a dick on the well, show. Well, they're, they're having tough times right they now. They are. They are. Um, but. Uh, so yeah, I went in and I read I read for um for uh, Craig. Uh okay. who is uh Mackenzie's um He's one of not a love interest, but they have that little moment. Yeah, they have oh, the moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I read for him and I read for Robot and then uh then I went for a callback in Atlanta for Robot. I'm going off on a tangent now. Yeah. But no, this is no, this, this is, is what happened. Yeah. Hear, yeah. So uh so yeah, uh then did a chemistry read with uh Jonah Zhao who booked um Yeah. Uh, Julie. Julie, Julie Yang, mm-hmm. and um, the rest is history. But yeah, I know a lot of the guys, like uh, through Josh, I met Josh, and then through Josh, I met Cooper Andrews, who plays Yo Yo, yeah. and then, like I said, August Emerson, Lev. Uh, and then when I pulled into That's town. That's kind of cool because you guys really do have the camaraderie. We do, yeah, yeah it was yeah. great. Um, and then all the other coders, they all live in Atlanta while you know we're shooting the show, mm-hmm. like John Show and uh, Justin Randall Brook and all these guys. Um, they were already living there when I came in to start shooting, and Justin uh, Randall Brook is, uh, he's, well, he's a little bit older than the rest of us, but, um, <laughs> uh, so he has, like, all this really cool, um, retro stuff, so we would have these, um, I don't know if Jonah talked about it, but no. we had these, like, 80s nights, because the show takes oh, place no. in the 80s, yeah, yeah. so we would sit down in his basement, and he had this old, like, little like tv where we'd play vhs's from the 80s that's amazing and so like i remember um the night that i pulled into town they were watching oh i don't even remember now it was like some horror movie but then like we were there when prince died and so we watched purple rain yeah Yeah. so they always he's obsessed with Lacroix. there's like tons of Lacroix and colors and stuff like that so we all hang out Outside of uh, out of shooting and stuff like that, I love oh, that. Yeah. For a show that seems very cold, you guys yeah. are a very warm family. So warm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, their relationship has caught fire or something. Sorry, I had to do it. Um, <laughs> uh, as much as I want to keep talking about that, let's keep talking about this episode. Yeah, let's go we're, back to uh, it. We're there. Um, so let's talk about Donna and Cameron. Um, we had the bomb go off that Donna lied to Cameron last uh-huh. episode. I loved it. I loved it when Cameron was mm-hmm. like, "Really." Did she? Did Diane say that? And like you could see her like riling yeah. up like a cat. She was mm-hmm. like, "You want to do this? You want to go right now?" And I was like, "Ooh, oh, Cameron's yeah. gonna get you." It was fantastic. She fires yeah. Doug and Craig. Is that the end of Doug and Craig? By the way, in the episode, the season is gone. I mean, well, th- I-, I thought they were gonna come back and say like, "Oh, like we can't afford to lose them" or something. But then they didn't. Diane no. came in and was like, "We have more money for you, possibly." So I think that might be right. the end for mm-hmm. them. Well, I mean, Diane from the beginning was like, "Yeah, we can let them go." Doesn't matter to me. Yeah. So there, was, there would need to be a reason why they would have to. There come would back. need to be, but I thought again, this was like a move from Cameron that was only yeah. self-serving. It's it's. It's what she originally wanted. Yeah, as well. it's what she originally wanted, and she just does it. She says that I didn't need them anymore. Not we didn't need them, or we should have discussed this as a company, as if it's a company and not some sort of cruel dictatorship of some kind, which is. The way that she runs it. She um, wants to run it like a dictatorship. Yeah. I mean, obviously Don, Donna lied to her, and that's not good, but she thought it was in the best interest of the company. Yeah. Um, I'm, well, it was interesting because we do see we see Donna get nostalgic when she drinks, and she's having a great time in this house, mm-hmm. um, and she's feeling bad about it. And I love how Cam's like, yeah, I'm not going to go to a wine farm with you. I have plans. I have places to be. I was like, yeah, with Joe. <laughs> she so ends cute. up duck hunting most of the time. Yeah, she Mario. Yeah, I yeah, guess, Mario. which opens the which door. Which was great. Yeah. Yeah, I but, love the whole episode, seeing the nostalgic. Yeah, it was yeah. really nice like seeing all that fun stuff. Um, but shouldn't she have gone with Donna? Like, Wouldn't that be the best move for their company moving for sure. forward? I'm or even su- their friendship even in a, in a larger sense? I'm surprised she Donna didn't fight more to, to, to go, to have Cam go. Um, it was kind of a... Kind of just happened. Yeah, I kind of just wish she was like, oh, okay. Like, I was like, you guys, there's terrible yeah. partners sometimes and sometimes wonderful. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, 
all almost all three of the characters at some point seem to be in like Donna Gordon and Cameron are like all in their own space for a minute there. They seem to handle it their own way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, I mean, Donna's basically off having some sort of fantasy life. She's like smelling Diane's perfume, trying on a robe. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, she's a mom, and not only is she a mom at home, but she's a mom at work. Totally. And so she gets to go be a fancy bitch in yeah. the wine country. But there's some some sort of like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But there's some fantasy there for her to She's be unwinding. In. Yeah, but maybe, is she maybe like imagining herself in Diane's shoes? She's a strong, independent woman. She doesn't have maybe. a husband. She doesn't have to deal with Cameron. She gets to make the calls. And in their relationship, yeah. Cameron's the one... Making the calls. We That's have to convince Cameron. Cameron's a genius. When she's having the shroom trip out and having her imaginary conversation I knew that with was Cameron. fake, by the way. I was like, she's not real. Yeah, she's I was like, there's no way she yeah. got out there that fast. But, you know, she's, you know, they're finally, like, it's a really good moment for Donna to be like, look, everyone recognizes you as the genius. And I'm just the mom to everyone else. I thought it was interesting. Well, first of all, I thought it was really great that she said that. Back check one sec. What's up? You don't think that... Uh... The um, cam thing and her on the grass. You thought that that was her hallucinating? Was yes. that her hallucinating? Yes. I think it's a hallucination. It was, it was her hallucinating. Oh, I totally missed because the camera pans yeah. back and I she's was... missing, and she's like, "Oh, I was, I was just telling you, I was so caught up in it. I the, was just like, well, yeah, this the... is amazing, and I thought it was like it was a real emotional moment. No, I didn't even catch." Yeah, that, uh, she's on shrooms, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So she's hallucinating. You hallucinate she is. on shrooms? Yes, she is. I or so that. I hear. And you talk to people. <laughs> just catching up. I read the script, too, and I forgot that. Yeah. Well, I, she has the, the shroom out moment there, and then she is having, like, the conversation that I think that she should be having with Cameron. And But, I mean, also the, the tip-off is that Cameron would never be that honest with her. I, mean, I don't think yeah. she's generally... I mean, she is vulnerable with Donna, but to say It was that, very like, pure, and she was like, I yeah. forgive you, and I was like, she's yeah. not real. You know, I okay. can't do this okay. without you, which is something that Cameron has said to Donna before... But, you know, Donna being like, you know, I, I want I want to matter, too, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cameron saying, like, you do matter, too. But she sure doesn't treat her like she does. Well, Cameron's immature. But I did think it was interesting that Donna arrives. Mm-hmm. And she has, like, peaceful weekend ruined that she's trying to make the best of by more kids. Yeah. And mm-hmm. she chooses not to be a mom to them. Which I thought was interesting. She's like, you can stay and like not rat on me and like we could do drugs. And they were <laughs> yeah. like, okay, yeah. lady. And then uh, I mean, she was trying on Diane's clothes. That's gonna be a weird conversation yeah, later yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I would totally be like, I tried on your clothes. You're fancy. I tried on your, but that's me. I mean, it did just seem to be a bathroom. I don't think it would be that big a deal. It's not that yeah. big of a deal. And I also thought it was interesting. Or casting did a phenomenal job matching that daughter with Diane. She looks exactly like her. They do look a lot alike. Holy yeah, crap. Totally. Um, that Peter Gabriel song, by the way, great. It was, was a great moment. You were talking about how much you enjoyed that. Just the grass, the shot, all that stuff. I just think it was the music and mm. just the acting of the two just like sucked me into it. I'm serious. Like I, I wasn't even oh, thinking yeah. like this is a hallucination. <laughs> I was just in love with the moment. It was just mm-hmm. the the music this season is amazing too. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. so good and it puts you there. Um, yeah. But yeah, the Peter Gabriel song was a perfect. Yeah. I mean, it obviously made me think of, like, Say Anything for several reasons. But I was like, oh, except for the boombox. It's, <laughs> it's also an 80s movie. It's, it's permissible here. I love that we kind of get to see the way that every character this season kind of um, decompresses. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Donna with not being a mom for a moment and feeling the grass and going outside. And Gordon with his freaking ham radio. and Yeah. Well, let's talk about yeah. them. Because, okay, so Gordon... Has been doing his own thing after he doesn't trust what Donna's selling him there after they have the two times in one day thing. Um, but it was really interesting to me that so Gordon's back in his ham radio closet, which has not been plugged in perhaps for quite some time. I thought it was so great. She goes at the very beginning of the episode, I don't know if you guys caught it, she goes mm-hmm. like she's like, Who are you even talking to? And he's like, Just some guys, God. Yeah, just And I was yeah. like but who is he talking to? Because we haven't heard him really talk to anyone. Yeah. Has anybody even responded back yet? Even in the last episode? I mean, we know. Ha- I feel like I need to go back and rewatch now. We had someone responding, but it's interesting that, you know, Cameron basically just dis- discovers that it's not been plugged in. It's like, well, how yeah. long has it not been plugged in? But Cameron didn't think anything of it. She's like, oh, the girl's gotten here or like, whatever. Like, he's just unplugged. But he's like, he he noticed. He was like, yeah. oh. Didn't, yeah. yeah. 
she didn't. Oh, I mean, why would she think of anything? He's like, oh, I was just using it last mm-hmm. night. And it's like, were you using it last night? Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was interesting that like, so Donna's, she's going to go away for the weekend, do her own thing. Cameron is carrying dirty dishes from her room, ignoring each other, like some sort of child would respond. But um, that Donna is like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. She like kisses him on the top of the head and is like, I'm going to go. And when Cameron finds out after they have the whole Mario Brothers like beating levels and stuff, which was really cool. Which was so cute. But, they, like, yeah. Game, yeah. like teamed up. Yeah, it was very cool. But when Cameron finds out about it, she's very interested in it. This is very cool. And Gordon's like, oh, you're just saying that or whatever. He said something to that effect. But Cameron's like, no, this is actually really cool. Even further so, she buys her own ham radio so she can stay in contact with him after she's moved out. This is like quite a like juxtaposition here that Donna, his wife, doesn't care about it at all, and Cameron does care about it. They beat Mario together, and they hold hands at the end of Mario. Yeah, it was a And then edgy. that's when Gordon decides to let her into his world, the ham radio world. And also now she knows about how sick he is. Like, he, he's becoming closer and closer to her mm-hmm. and further away from Donna. I, you know, you know how I feel about Gordon. Um mm-hmm. He's just sorry for himself all the time. And the man's got brain trauma. Come on. You can't feel too sorry when he's got a degenerative He's not brain. feeling sorry for himself about his brain trauma. He's feeling sorry for himself that he's like, my wife doesn't pay attention to me. And I can't play video games all day because the girls will interrupt me. And I'm like, You're f- you have everything you want. Stop it. Stop. Like, literally stop it. Oh, Again, oh. love the actor. Love the acting. But, like, that character is like Eeyore sometimes. And he's like... <laughs> He's like, oh, my wife doesn't like it. I'm like, you don't want your wife to be in your man cave with you. This is your alone time. The whole reason he did it is to get away from her and have something away from Donna where he feels like he's the man. So don't pretend like you want your wife to be in ham radio. She could have showed interest. No. It's his no? thing. It's like his little man cave hobby where we're, he like gets um, to go be by himself. With okay. It seems like when he first started, it seemed like he was trying to do something for himself right. because you know like there's complete shift in roles you know from especially first season to now yeah you know he had it all complete. and now she has it all and yeah. mm-hmm. he's kind of on her coattails it seems like um yeah. but it's, it's interesting as the season's gone on you know he's he's finding these things that he really loves mm-hmm. like um like the ham radio it's his it's his thing and then like um on uh and being like a manager to the coders and not being in he's charge he's it. like enjoying it yeah he talks yeah. to boss about it at the laser mm-hmm. tag place so I don't know. I don't. What were you saying about it? You I think... was saying that like I don't think that he needs his wife to be like super down with the ham radio. He's okay with Cameron being down with the ham radio because Cameron's one of the guys, with the exception of the hand holding. I don't know. I mean, Cameron is the one who's actually spending time with him. I mean, like Cameron's his buddy, though. I mean, obviously, you know a lot more about this than you can let on, but there's no. I mean, his his brain is degenerating. Watching him like face plant into that TV that was, was rough. Yeah. At this point, I think the characters earn some sympathy. Like, yes, he's been like not great to Donna before, but he doesn't even know about this baby situation. His brain is deteriorating, and he's passed out into the TV. I mean, he could have killed himself falling into that TV. He yeah. didn't, and then he finally lets Cameron into that. He also tells her about, you know, the deposition, like how much he would have gotten from Joe if he just settled the business with him, which is what spurs her to go talk to Joe. But I'm just like, this guy's, I don't know, kind of pretty rough. He's probably not talking to anyone in that closet. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it. so sad. That's what I'm saying. And you're like, no, this guy. No, I feel sorry for him. He just doesn't need to feel sorry for himself. I think he can feel sorry for himself. What do you think, Josh? I mean, without spoiling anything, obviously. Because you can't. How how do you feel about Gordon where he is right now? Aside from the uh, the mental issues and mm-hmm. uh, the marriage, I think that he's finding like little uh, little like good things in his life. You mm-hmm. know, I, that's what I just I love about this is like you know yeah he's he's in a crap situation, but you know he's finding these things that he really loves, mm-hmm. like far apart from the Joe situation. But yes, I think that. Um, I think the 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 neurological stuff that's going on is really taking a toll on him. Yeah. I think that, you know, it's getting worse and worse, clearly. I mean, it obviously is. Yeah. And I think that, you know, 
it's probably making him a little less confident in his marriage. You know, I know that they are having problems, but, mm-hmm. you know, like, can he keep up with her? You know, that kind of thing. Can anyone? You know? Cameron can barely keep up with her. Donna? I think, I mean... I mean, I know we're going to do predictions at the end, so I won't say what I'm going to say. But, um, yeah, I don't think Cameron can keep up with Donna. I mean, certainly not in, like, a maturity sense or anything like that. But, I don't know, it's just, like, it's hard to watch him go through this stuff. At least he seems to be having a friendship with Cameron. Um, did anyone ever beat Mario Brothers, by the way? Anyone ever actually done that? Child? I yeah. beat it with some friends, but, like, it was one of those things where you... It was really cool, because, like, she's like, oh, I hate the water level. Like, I was like, yeah, me too. Like, I yeah, can't run away from these freaking fish. So, like, I would play, like, the first few levels and then hand it off to, like, my brothers, and then they would beat it. And I'd be like, we beat it! Yeah. Well, they, <laughs> and this was a joint effort. They yeah. did it together. He's yeah. stronger at the water world. She's stronger at finding secret levels. That was really cool. I was like, I forgot. You don't get to you don't get like multiple wives in original Mario. Uh, no, no. You have to live through every level and fight the boss. I and then you, get, you get like one. You get like I think you get like three deaths. I and think then you, like can, you, I you think have you to restart the whole thing. More lives. It's been a long time. But. It takes or maybe it's forever. three deaths. I think she. You might be right. I think you it's get three, three deaths, deaths total, and you can't earn more. No, for the original one, you can't, because I remember we'd be like, we have to do that level all over again, I don't even want to, like, play that level 16 more times. Yeah. I Uh, played it, like, a couple months ago, and I don't remember. Yeah, I I haven't played it in probably forever. Well, Um, I played Sega recently, played uh, Sonic on it, and I I had three lives, and I had to start all the way back to the original menu, and I was like, was this how Nintendo was? She was like, yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. I don't know if there's... I don't know if this is, like, reading way too into the show, which is what we do, because we're geeks about this show, but, like, to (laughs) me, like, they're, like, playing this game and, like, finding worlds together. They find the secret star level together, which is, like, right before he passes out. It just seems like their bond seems to be growing closer together. Um, she even tells him that she's married. She's told no one else. Yeah. I, I, there's just... There's something going on there. and Do you think they're going to have a romantic... Well, let me save it for later. Okay, we'll save it for later. Like but, um, Do we get to get into... Well, let's talk about Boz and Diane. Okay. Um, let's talk about a little story about Boz and Diane. Um, so... Boz, fan of the opera, even though he doesn't know how to pronounce the thing correctly. Turn dot, I believe is what he says. Do you think that he went there for Diane? Um, I don't think so. I think he. I think that's just a cool character thing. He's he, just a cool guy who like yeah, is cultured. I love he that. Goes, he goes to it and he's trying to get a drink from Doris there at the bar. With perfect name for that bartender, by the way. Perfect. She looked like a Doris to me. Oh my gosh. She was great. Um, runs into Diane there. Diane's on a blind date. And finally, the man seems to be picking up a hint that she's very interested in him. They have a nice little moment there. I'll meet you in two minutes outside. Mm. Seems to be going well. They go so to the bar. Smooth. Can we just talk? Can we? Before, yeah. before we can. So smooth that he was like, oh, like, she'll have a gin and tonic. Like, yeah, ugh, when a, a man for orders for you, like, the confidence, you're just like, okay, well, I'm here. And he Good did that. Know. And she was like, she was like. <laughs> She was like, oh, you didn't know. Take notes, Josh. Okay. (laughs) Like, even if it's wrong, just be like, she'll have a rum and coke, and she'll be like, I I will. Yeah, that was her drink, though. Okay. Sourced out. But but even extra points for knowing the drink, right? And she's like, I'm on a date, but, um... I could not be. Like, essentially, she was like, oh, he's like this guy that I don't think I, like, care about. I mean, she's just... And then he's like, well, like, he's like not... Like, he did so, like, so Mm -hmm. masterfully. He was like... Well, like, um, I know that you're pretty much into me, but I don't want to be rude because you're on this date that you care about. What yeah. about if we went to this bar after this event? He said yeah. event. He didn't say your date. He said after this event as if you're just here like a public person. She mm-hmm. was like, meet me outside in two minutes. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, so it, it's, it's very good gamesmanship to not Such be threatened by the, the guy that she's on a date with. Like, I'll meet you later. I'll meet you in two minutes. Game on, bro. Let's he do made this. It, he made it fun for her to yeah. decide to leave. Like, exactly. he wasn't like, oh, come on. Like, oh, oh. like he wasn't yeah. like whiny. He was like, or, you know. Yeah, so all of that. They have the conversation in the bar that seemed to be for uh, the fellas, perhaps. Um, which is cool. Which was like, adorable. Which is cool. That, like, I love that Boz is like, his character's never faced by any of that stuff. Yeah. I really think it's really cool. But they have the great conversation. They talk about kids. All this stuff. Little backseat car action, which is yeah. what it appeared to happen, and then 
doesn't go for the nightcap. Why? Dub TF. Boz, what is going on? It is kind of weird. Like, I was like... I mean... He doesn't have any other love interest really going on. No. Yeah. And then this happens and he's just like... Which brings me back to the point that I made a few episodes ago. Mm -hmm. Is he depressed? Um, I mean... Because that's a sign of depression, right? Is like low sexual appetite. Maybe he's well, depressed. Well, I mean, he's satiated his sexual appetite. It looked like yeah. they're putting the clothes back but, on there. Well, but. but then, like, why would she Why would she be like, you want to come back to my place? Like, maybe they just made out. I don't know. Nah, I'm saying more happened than that. But, but he, like, already had his jacket on. They were, like, buttoning things up. You know. I In mean, the front seat? I, With I the stick know. shift? Well, they the, were making uh, out. The, uh, the subtitles said zipper zipping. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. Exactly. Something, something, I mean, we all know what happened. They're both adults. What are they having? No, like a I'm junior not saying they romance? can't have sex. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> when she said, do you want to come back to my place? I thought it was, like, to, like, For go a to night the next cap. level. For a nightcap. Or maybe to just spend the night together because yeah. she's really maybe... actually interested in him. It seems like he's just not picking it up. He... Or maybe he doesn't, he's like, no, I don't want to date you. But that might have other things on his mind. I mean, like, he's going through a lot yeah. of this son, and, you know, he... He's definitely got a big role in the company, and yeah, um, I don't know. I just maybe he just doesn't want to mess things up with the company since she has a stake in his company. Maybe, no, maybe. I don't know. I don't think that. I mean, it could be, but like, it just seems that like he's just not picking up. I mean, maybe like obviously he's got the stuff going on with his son. He starts explaining to her about like I'm just an old guy with stories. I want to do all these things for my kid. They both sort of commiserate on being like workaholics and not being there for their kids. Maybe there is something to that. I don't know if he's like quite depressed but he has a lot of other things on his mind other than her but at this point I don't know why he doesn't or maybe he's not into her at all well he seemed into oh, her oh he's those, into her he, he seemed into her for those moments maybe the planner but, but that's I don't know that's not the guy that he is like no, I, I want answers well you you got to meet uh, and work with yeah oh yeah Huss. talk about working with Toby please Huss. tell me everything about that man please tell us and ask him to join he's the show don't ever tell me bad things about him don't ever. <laughs> I don't know anything that's bad about that Good. guy that's he's what I want to hear best um, Toby uh, he's like a big kid I mean you know he created all these voices for Beavis and Butthead um, oh wow well, yeah 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 he uh, I was telling you guys he was um, it's I think it's Arnie yeah Arnie, the strongest man in the world from Pete and Pete. Yeah. Like, Arnie! Oh, that guy. You know, in the, like, the, the swimsuit yeah. get up. Yeah. Yeah, and when I found that out, we were all sitting, I think it's we were like all my just, childhood. Like, having a beer, hanging yeah. out, and somebody's like, yeah, yeah, he was Arnie and Pete and Pete, and I just, like, freaked yeah, out. I lost my shit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, he was just, he, he would always hang out with us outside of outside of shooting and um i remember hanging out with him at a coffee shop and him telling us all these stories of how he got his start in new york mm-hmm. um or that's you know where his 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 roots were set and everything right. but he's just the nicest guy always giving advice if you have questions or that's great that's so really cool. really nice guy yeah it also seems like he knows how to improv <laughs> does yeah. he improv yeah. in and out of like lines because like i feel like every episode is like and here's a random joke that has nothing to do with anything. And Donna's like, ha, 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 ha. And I'm like, does he just make this up? I think he does sometimes. I mean, the times where I saw him on set, uh, he definitely, he'll he'll do a couple takes with the script and then he'll, then he'll little, turn it up, you know, couple, like he'll yeah. do his thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's all always just doing stuff. And even when it's like a serious thing, mm-hmm. like he'll do it. And then right when they cut, he'll go into this bit just to kind of keep <laughs> the mood up on set. That's awesome. But Toby's one of the nicest people I've ever met when mm-hmm. it, when it's been on uh, like a movie set or anything. Or is, there, is there any like specific like career advice he gave to like you guys? Because you guys are, you know, more in the early part of your career. I mean, obviously it's great to see him on, uh, as a regular um, on a show. Not that I can really remember. I mean, when we were all hanging out, he was just talking a lot of comedy. Like Nick Pupo, mm-hmm. who plays Carl, you know, he is a big comedy guy. He just did a uh, mm-hmm. a tour with his stand-up. Um, and they were just talking about taste and stuff like that. Oh, he said something that was really, really great. He said, uh, no, I'm not going to remember it. It was something along the lines of... Um, he'll remember it and he'll put it on his Instagram. I'll do that for everybody. Josh yeah, underscore yeah. Bradley. It was all about, like, taste. Like, somebody... We were talking about some comedian... Bradley? Brady. 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 Get it? Or, I'm just teasing. Um, I was like, no, no, I was no. like ugh, we were spelling it earlier. I was like, with an E, right? He was like, definitely not with an E. And I was Brady like, Brady Bunch. So with an E. That yeah. is all good. No, no, no. Um, 
tastes in comedy. So um, yeah, yeah, we were talking about uh, taste in comedy, and he was talking about one comedian, one of the one of the guys, one of the coders was like, oh, I hate that guy, and he's like, No, no, man. And he goes into this whole bit about how taste, you know, like there's you can't, you know, it's just it's just you can't dislike a certain type of comedy. It's just a different taste. Right. It was something along those lines, and I just it, I've heard that kind of thing before. Yeah. But when yeah, he yeah. said it, I was just like, Yeah. 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 It clicked with you. Yeah, it really did. Because he's uh-huh. brilliant. He is a great guy. It's so great. I I really want to hang out with the guy. It's yeah. Wonderful. Missing out. Um, geez, is there anything that we missed from this episode that we haven't talked about? Mm. Um, it's cool to see them build that like reflector screen TV there for a minute there. We, we were yeah, both, yeah like, I thought it was a big screen TV. I thought it was we're a like, flat screen TV. Flat screen, yeah. yeah, no, they showed that like it was like some sort of reflective surface and there was like a projector and it reflected it onto that It's an old area. school projector. Yeah, well basically, but it seems like the two of them came up with that together somehow or was that maybe a thing back then? I, I don't know. No, I think, I think, um, I think that families had projectors because you had slides yeah. for your projector. But for like reflecting it like from a TV like onto like a larger surface that looked like a flat screen, I don't, Maybe I don't that's remember something that. that he had because he had all those computer parts yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Well, maybe it like was they ordered it. There was like a box it, yeah. that got delivered. Oh, well. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I'm impressed even really more because cool. they didn't have Amazon back then. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> they, they didn't have the internet really back then. It was... Sears, they probably oh they got Brand I think it said thing. Sears on the box. Oh. I know back then oh, like, you yeah. got everything from Sears. I just I just don't remember anything like that. Any sort of like being able to. Ref- I mean, they're like at some point there's big screen TVs, but they're like this wide, you know. It was yeah, like a super screen, thin. like it's an old school like not like a monitor, but like a canvas yeah. screen. That, that one that, like that was on the episode. Yeah, it looked yeah. like those new Sonys or whatever that are like looked like a flat. Yeah, like the concave sort of yeah, crazy looking. Ooh, fun fact. I don't know if... I feel. I hope you didn't tell me this, but someone was telling me the other day with Duck Hunt. Were we mm-hmm. talking about this? I hope not. Um, so you can't play Duck Hunt on uh, TV because... Um, so, like, uh, if you wanted to go and, like, you know, you can buy re- retro games. Mm-hmm. You can't buy Duck Hunt if you have a regular flat screen TV because it needs a tube TV for the laser to catch. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, like, they were really playing on, like, a real tube tv because yeah, they had to they had to it's not gonna work on a, on a modern day lcd screen which very i was cool. like why that's so weird and bizarre yeah very cool um what do we think about joe coming cleaner at the end of the episode in the deposition by the way i love that matt lillard it seems like matt lillard has been on the show and he's been doing a great job but like for him to walk in with that which it seemed like the camera was on when he said all that stuff to joe but for him like it seems like that's the perfect actor to come in and sort of like be like and basically fess up to all these things or right before they do the deposition. Um, I just thought the scene was great. What did we think about him though Matt coming Lillard. clean there? Well, just oh. Matt Lillard or, or even Joe coming clean there. I loved it. I loved that mm-hmm. he came clean. Mm-hmm. It was super powerful, and it's the first time we see him, at least in my recollection, like fess up to yeah. to something instead of like playing a game. Like it seems like. This is a big moment for Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, who, what did it take for him to do that? Was it Cam or or was it Matt Lillard's character? Uh, which I find that he's one of the first characters to really seem to put Joe in his place. Yeah. At least, like, on a... At least he's, like, toe-to-toe with him a lot. It's not... You don't see a lot of yeah. this going on. They're kind of, like... Yeah, top dogs. Well, even that moment after they talk about, you know, we're going to do this thing and we're not going to make money for five years, which couldn't sound good to the board at all. Um, gosh, I wish I could remember. There's something specific that um, Ken is his character name said to Joe that seemed like it or no, that Joe said to him. Joe says to him like, um, oh, gosh, I couldn't remember what it was, but it just seemed kind of to be a thing to sort of put him in his place and didn't seem like Ken liked it too much. Mm-hmm. Which led him to be like, "Look, we've we've frozen you out. I mean, you come to work here, but that's well, it was it, crazy man. when he was giving him that whole speech. Was he was like, you can't make any more purchases on McMillan, and like McMillan is it's his name. name. Yeah. It's yeah. like that's heavy, yeah. very heavy. And also, he'll find a way around it. Don't worry, he's Joe. He certainly will. But ooh, which like, I'm excited to see. Great moment for him finally fessing up. Which now we got to find out what happens with Gordon. Like basically, all this is his, and he's. Oh yeah, he needs a win like this. I think he in does his need life, a win. He needs a win like that, and it was great to see Joe Fest up there. Yeah. Um, let's break into a little bit of news. Oh wait, before we do that, let's talk to you for a minute. I forgot about this. Almost didn't forget about it. Um, what? Uh, you have a couple of things coming up. You said. 
Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, let's see. Yeah, where can we see you? You can see me next? in a couple of different mediums. Right. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I, I just had a film come out this year called I Saw the Light. Um, oh, about yeah. Hank Williams, the country yeah. singer. Um, With uh, Tom Hiddleston? Tom Hiddleston, yes. Elizabeth Olsen. Um, awesome. So nice. that's now out on DVD and Blu-ray. Not bad and co-stars to have. No, they're the best. Those yeah. those two are... I learned a lot. A lot went on set with those guys. Oh my gosh, um, that's awesome. I uh, did that. Uh, what else is coming out? I did an episode of the show called Shots Fired that will be coming on Fox okay. in 2017. I'm not sure exactly when, but um, it's going to be powerful. It's pretty much like, I like to think of it like Trayvon Martin put to TV. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, it's about this um, this young white kid who gets shot by this black cop in like Tennessee and then there's also this black kid who's murdered, but nobody seems to like pay attention to that. And so then there's all these race riots that happen. Wow. I remember, um, well, I play this, I play this racist white kid who throws a beer bottle at this uh, mm. this preacher. And um, that that day that we shot that scene, we we had um, we had tanks rolling down the street in the small town in North Carolina and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It was. It's an it's going to be an amazing show, um, and uh, so that's coming up. Um, Shots fired, you said. Shots fired. Mm-hmm. That'll be on Fox, and um, I had a great scene with um, Alex Wolf, Nat Wolf's younger brother, in this movie mm-hmm. called Coming Through the Rye, cool. and that comes out in theaters next month, I believe. Nice. Um, Chris Cooper plays J D. Salinger. Wow. Um, I love Chris Cooper. He's awesome. Dude, he's great. Yeah. I didn't get to I didn't get to work with him, but Alex oh. is Alex is. He's on the rise. He's going to blow up soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I just heard that he's playing um, the Boston Bomber in um, this new movie oh. with oh. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So uh, we have a great scene together in that film, so that's coming out. And uh, Dude, sounds like you're blowing up. This awesome, is a yeah. lot of projects coming oh, out. Thanks, man. That's a lot of great projects to be <laughs> thank involved you, thank in. You. Yeah. 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 Thank you. That's very cool. I this look little to kid see. from the South trying to make it out here. You know, I'm yeah. trying my oh. best. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Sounds like you're making it happen. Is there anything else you want to talk about as far as what you're doing? I mean, that's that's plenty for most people. Yeah. Uh, no, just grinding mm-hmm. away, doing the same old thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, continued success to I'm you. I'm so excited. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's drop that news and gossip. Here it comes. Capitals TV news. Thank you, Stephen, in the booth there. Just a little bit of news. Scoot McNary, who you got the pleasure of working with. Yeah. Um, is just cast in Fargo season three. <gasps> no way. Yes. That's perfect. He's I think it was just perfect dropped, like, yesterday. for that. How perfect that. is he for He's that? He's perfect for so many things. He's perfect I for everything. love him. Um, did you talk about him, him at all? We're, we're I don't talking know. about this? Uh, I think we mentioned that I we played video games for like four hours. Yeah. With all yeah. the coders. Uh, we all hung out in the trailers together. He was always walking around on the set. He's super cool. Oh my um, gosh. I didn't know who he was until, you know, Hong Catch Fire came out. And now I'm finding he's in, like, every he's, movie. He's so in, many He's things. in a lot of movies now. And I, I didn't recognize who he was until I watched um, Hong Catch Fire, you know, obsessively. And then, I, and then I started being like, you're in that? And yeah. you're in that? And you're in that? So it's one of those, it's one yeah. of those fun things now. Yeah. I just saw Monsters the other day with his mm. uh, now wife. Aww. And it's phenomenal. It's like um, after the aliens have invaded uh the world and they have to make it back from south america to america over this border it's a great film came out back in like 2010 i want to say he was also mm. in with that movie with sandra bullock um he's been in so many things he was like a anyway um, killing them softly chaos is our business or something like oh, that. oh the new david gordon green this film is, right this is chaos or yeah, yeah. um anyway he's like sneakily in it and i'm like scooby neary <laughs> he's also yeah. the he's also uh in the wheelchair in the new Superman versus Batman. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, yeah, he was in yeah. that too. He is just on yeah. fire. Good for him. Blaming Superman for things that weren't his fault. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's talk cool. about some predictions. Okay. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Here we go. Go ahead and spoil the whole show. Whole season for us. We're ready. We're ready. So. <laughs> yeah, Robot Dies. Um, no, we don't worry about the die. <laughs> How'd you know that? Well, no, um, don't say I can just read the tea leaves. Amber, what you got? <laughs> the tea leaves. Um, okay, so my prediction has a little bit, it's more of a, it's more of a, a, a thousand foot view of Donna, whereas it's something that can happen in the future. I don't think it's sure. going to happen immediately, obviously. I think that the news about her aborting the 
accidental pregnancy is going to come out at the worst time, still predicting that that will happen at a mm-hmm. terrible time, and it will happen in the season, it's calling it. Yeah. And I think that when we see Donna not only be a mom to everyone at work, we see her make continuously wonderful business decisions, with the mm-hmm. exception of not really being honest with Cameron, because we all thought Cameron was being impulsive. You know, wanting to go forward with that deal with Diane, with um, mm. you know, make, look, this Coffee is all the money. We, this is all yeah. the money we can make a whole yeah. division for your games and everything. Um, everything that she's doing um, with Gordon, with you know, being like just on fire. She's firing on all cylinders, and I would not be surprised if she covered her butt made a clause like they did with Joe oh, the McMillan clause, and make yeah. a Cameron clause and and close her out of her own business and start running mutiny all by herself because she has to. Yeah, 100%. I think that would I think that's a prediction for me with Donna. Very cool. And maybe even end up being single by the end of the show. Yeah, well, my prediction is along those lines. Uh, this business with Cameron and Gordon Holding hands, making, making connections. I think, ooh, I would hate for it to happen. Me too. But it just seems like it's running that direction for the two of them to get together. I mean, it seems like she's understanding him, going to bat for him with Joe. Um, although I don't think that's the only reason she went over to Joe's house. But I don't know. I just kind of see it heading that direction. I definitely think the abortion thing has to come out at some point. Cause... Or maybe... Maybe Gordon will fall for Cameron, and Cameron won't have any of it, which is also likely. Um, because Cameron doesn't I mean, fall for people. Cameron's kind of a dumpster fire when it comes to relationships. So, like, yeah, <laughs> that's you a know, perfect description for it. But I, I do think that, like, in terms of making bad decisions with relationships, Cameron does that. So why wouldn't she fall for Gordon? So exciting! I could totally see that happening. Um, as far as like a Cameron clause there, I. I mean, that would be really smart for her to have done that. It would be really smart um, business Because even even this whole business with, like, you know, getting the CompuServe offer, they're like, look, we'll get other offers like this. And, of course, Cameron's like, oh, yeah, then we'd have a board and we'd make more money. That would be terrible, I guess. And, like, it's a business. Girl, it was a business. It was like a gut reaction. She was she's like, and chop my baby up into pieces. And we're all like, It's always her reaction. Okay. It's always her reaction. I mean, I guess I know that she wants to own it outright. But $20 million, you got to believe that something like that should be enticing to you. You could have other ideas. True. Who knows? Who knows? Um, Josh, good poker face here. I've seen you, like, sort of smiling. He at knows things. He knows things. Yeah. This is good. This is good. <laughs> good predictions. Uh, you'll tell us off air later, won't you? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Great. Um, thanks so much for joining us, Josh. This Thank you so much for a pleasure. Me. I appreciate it. Fun. Thank you. Yeah. All your insights, just fun stuff. Tell people again where they can find you online. Uh, you guys can look me up on Twitter at Joshua Brady underscore, and then on Instagram, Joshua underscore Brady. And Amber Plaster. Thanks for watching, guys. You can tweet me your predictions at Amber Plaster. Awesome. You can tweet me at Isaac Johnson or Instagram at Isaac Johnson. I was on a shoot today and I took a fantastic picture of a cheese board. You want to go see it? You got to go to my Instagram. Um, also, um, leave us a comment I'm in the YouTube. Right we will definitely be down there in the comments talking with you. Thanks so much, folks. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 